Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another episode of Yom Talk with Tefila Amunah Sabayahu. Oh man, it feels like it's been forever. It literally feels like it's been forever. I think it's been like almost a month, and I am truly grateful to be back. Um, just even in the studio and recording Yom Talk. Young Talk, I feel like it's like a part of my worship unto Yahuwah, as well as my accountability in um, what he's showing me and making sure I'm practical in, in that, as well as adhering to the call of creating the content um, for you talk. So it is an honor and a privilege to be before you on today. Give all glory, honor, and kabod to Alua Saba Yahuwah Alua and Adani Yahusha Masyah for this day, for life, for being able to breathe, for allowing me to have a soundness of mind, soundness of body. To be amongst the Kodashim, all the things. I thank you and I honor you, Abba, with my life and my works. And I pray that um, as you continue to allow me to go forth and be according to your purpose and your will. And I pray that everyone who is listening is equally grateful and thankful to Saba Yahuwah for the opportunity of breathing breath back into your body. And giving you another opportunity to do better than what you did yesterday, what you did the day before, or the week before, the month before, the year before. So, all esteem, glory, and kabod to Adani. Infinite honors to my Malakim, Malak Yahusha, Malak Musha, Malkayot, Malkayada, Malkakayel, and honors, double honors. Hakabir, Malaka, and Tabor. Honors and double honors to all leadership within the nation. Rosha King, Yithro, Rosha Ajashiyahu, as well as the five Mushals and their beautiful wives of the nation. I thank you, and all secondary leadership, I thank you for all the work that you're doing to just enrich the nation with the great teaching of our Malakim and holding steadfast and becoming a pattern of Adani Yahushua Mashiach on earth and making his name great and giving him the kabod and everything we do. So I thank you all and I thank you to the Melakim and Makayot and Hakabir for allowing me to go forth. And I also just want to give honors to special person, um, my husband, Mori Malakabaya Sabayahu. I thank you for all that you do, and I appreciate you, and I love you, and I can't wait to have you listen to this episode. I don't know. I just look forward to your feedback, so praise you, Usha. Uh, we're going to go into the episode. Let's go. So, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, it's been a minute, so I'm going to kind of like do a little recap on the deception of the Matrix. And then from this recap, um, 
I'm not going to go too much into the part two of that because we're still in the Deception of the Matrix series. But I just want to recap some of the information that was given during that time and really get an understanding of like, you know, personally what I received from it. But then also I want to tap in and maybe ask a few questions and see if I get any responses to what you all um, have received from that particular episode and information, uh, especially when I had more Shayahu on that specific episode as well. So, of course, let's start off with that scripture. Do not remember the former events, nor consider the events of old. See, I am doing what is new. Let it now spring forth. Do you not know it? I am even making a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Yeshayahu 43, 18-19 So, you know, this whole second season has been uh, surrounded around the Yohukanan, um scripture not you who could not excuse me James James 1 21 through 25 about being not only hearers of the word but doers of the word right and going into the deception of the matrix we um we're still keeping true to that James the James scripture but also adding more scriptures to uh this portion of the season when it comes to the deception of the matrix of us not remembering or getting entangled with former events but considering those old events and seeing how Yahuwah is establishing new things within you and in order to produce and duplicate those new righteous things that he is implanting in you you must be rid of the old you must be rid of the remnants and residue of the old. So what exactly does that look like? And so we talked a little bit about last time how the deception of the matrix can get you caught up in um, trenches, if you will, but lies that will keep you from retaining the healing that Yahuwah is requiring you to move forward and to press forward into him and give him kabod in that healing, knowing that you are no longer triggered by a thing or knowing that when you hear a certain thing, you are no longer broken into pieces, but instead you rejoice for the great work that he's done in you. So one of the things that um, really stuck out to me was the idea of now when we receive a word and we agree with it and know it to be true, what do we do with that word? And it's going to take you having to basically push past your flesh and those desires even when you don't want to change or you don't believe you need to change, but recognize that it's uncomfortable for a reason because it's something that Yahuwah doesn't like. 
and who is trying to do something new within you and he's creating this new creature and he wants it to spring forth but if you keep resisting him you're going to continue to be trapped so it's the practical aspect of that who gave you some great things to do of course one of those things being the man menu so I was recently looking in um the Ruka Sessions book on page 33 specifically. And who this thing stuck out to me? It said, Dead men don't get offended. That's the sons and the daughters who allow Yahuwah to transform them. If you die daily to carnal things like offenses, frustrations, what would normally upset you should just become easy to just renounce, denounce, and push past. Um, and it should not be able to penetrate you as easily as it would have because you are in agreement with knowing that certain things happen and certain things you may be triggered by, but you're allowing that wisdom that was shared with you and that discernment that Yahuwah has allowed you to have to recognize when you are being triggered in moments, when you feel offended in moments, or when you haven't really taken on a word and knowing now, okay, this is the time for application. So, go to page 33 in the Ruka Sessions. Dead men don't get offended. So it's that daily dying and not playing dead, but daily dying to those carnal desires, those desires of the mind, those desires of the flesh of, all right, I really want something cheesy, gooey, and greasy. But you also know if you eat something cheesy, gooey, and greasy that you're going to have heightened inflammation your joints are going to hurt. You're going to have a lot of phlegm mucus backed up in you. And you might also be super stuffy to where you might have to take like an allergy pill or do some type of detox to get all of that information out of your body. Are you willing to risk everything for a scoop of mac and cheese? That's a real question. Are you ready to risk everything because you can't see how you are offended when it's clear in the way in which you are behaving in your manners in your actions in the way you may be speaking in the way in which you are shutting yourself off from everyone that you are offended but because you'd rather stay in that comfort zone of your comfort food, you rather continue to be inflamed instead of allowing Yahuwah to detox you. So, the matrix wants you to lead by your flesh, your feelings, causing you to think that it's all about your feelings, that your feelings matter the most. But if your feelings don't benefit from the word, then the word isn't true. 
that's when you fall into a trench. And we're in a season, we're in a time, literally a time within the natural and spiritual that you can't just continue to allow yourself to be prey to things of adolescency, things of childhood. At this point, only a true child, a baby, has the opportunity to cry over spilled milk. But you, in your adulthood, and knowing that you are not perfect, but you are walking, trying, or attempting to walk in Yahusha, know that you have no time to throw a temper tantrum or feed your flesh because you know Yahuwah is requiring you to be healed in order for you to ascend and grow and learn something new about yourself. You can't afford being inflamed. Say what it is. You can't afford being inflamed. And because of that inflammation, you're stuck. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about the trenches. And then uh, I'm going to cut the episode short. But with that, with that leading and allowing yourself to be led by your flesh and your emotions, you fall into a trench. And a trench is just equivalent to a grave. And a grave can be a grave of offenses, a grave of doubt, a grave of condemnation, a grave of fear, a grave of rebellion, a grave of self, a grave of pride. I can't remember. It was Malek Yahusha, um, but I can't remember what service it was. But he he was telling me about, not me, excuse me. He was telling the, 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 the nation about, um, I think it was a grave or like a funeral or something like that. And about like in, oh no, it's Makayata about how in Jamaica, they don't, they like pour cement immediately on like the casket or something like that. And it's just like to preserve the body, but like also once that cement is poured, it's like no coming out of that thing. If you, if you buried alive, my guy, you're just buried in that. And so think about it this way. If you allow your flesh to rule every waking moment of your life and not seek Yahusha in what you should do, not seek Yahusha in gaining clarity, not seek Yahusha or your your leaders, your elders in clarity when you receive a word, but just moving on your own one accord and then it leaves you in a trench of offense, a trench of doubt, a trench of pride, a trench of entitlement, a trench of gluttony, a trench of, um, oh, I don't know, name anything uh, uh, of, oh, mockery, a trench of, um, idolatry, all those things. If you allow your flesh to lead you, that's just heaping on judgment and pouring on the cement. 
And it's going to do nothing. That cement is going to do nothing in that grave. But preserve whatever state you are in. So it's going to preserve that Ruach, that spirit of offense. So every time you look up, that spirit of offense is going to be there because it makes your flesh happy to be inflamed. It boils down to yourself. Realize feelings are temporal. They are deceptive. A huge red flag when you are in your feelings, you are no longer considering Yahusha, but worshiping yourself. Take yourself out of the seat and allow the truth to reign. The truth being Yahusha, the truth being a judgment, the truth being that mirror image you are scared to face. How do you exercise this? Well, you have to climb out of that trench. You have to climb out of that grave, right? But you have to do that by becoming more firm in the truth of Adonai Yahusha, even when it doesn't necessarily feel through. One thing I notice about myself is if something seems what I perceive as too hard or intimidating, I try to bow, bow out, excuse me, as quick as possible because I don't want to look bad or fail in my attempt to do something that I may not be the best at. Now, this is still comes up from time to time, but it's something that I continuously try to work on and walk in because I know it's something that I battled as a preteen and a young adult. But there's still remnants of that, even in my adulthood. And so knowing that there's still remnants of that and allowing Yahuwah to show me that through his wisdom and his discernment through the Ruach HaKodesh, I'm able to catch it before I allow it to fully manifest as an offense. And almost like talk myself off the ledge of that trench, find a scripture or go to my husband or go to my mother, or go to uh, uh, my sisters, and just help me to riddle my thoughts in so I won't fall deep into a trench to where it's just like, man, how am I going to get out of this thing? Now, I have to prepare myself because I became so focused on my self-image and not the potential lesson that I were to learn in or through a new assignment given to me by Yahusha. Instead, I immediately pummel myself with fear tactics, defeating words and all types of things. So I would walk into a new space, a new opportunity, ready to fail and fall on my face before giving myself the opportunity to really learn and grow. Because when you do fall and when you do fail, you grow in those moments because you're not meant to be perfect in everything. That was a lot already to recap. So I'm not going to add any more, but I have a whole bunch more and I'm already reaching like the 20 minute mark. But I want you, I really want you guys to think about that and the deceptive deception, excuse me, of the matrix and how you've allowed your flesh to deceive you and 
you fall into certain trenches of deception. And knowing that it's a trench, what are you going to do or what avenue are you going to take to climb out of that trench? How are you going to seek wisdom in climbing out of that trench? I have a great idea and solution, but I'm not going to share it until next week. Praise Yahushua. But I have a really, really good one that I learned, and hopefully it's something that will help you. But for now, I want you to just take in the deception of the matrix and the trenches of deception and recognize what trenches you might currently be in, what trenches you might currently be trying to climb your way out of, what trenches have you been in before, and how much have you allowed your flesh and your emotions, your temporal emotions, lead you and guide you according to your purpose and according to your own will and not the purpose of Adonai Yahushua Mashiach. Do you wake up knowing that you have to do something and say, I'm just going to do it like this, this, that, that, and that, and this, and that? Or do you think for a moment and say, Yo, what should I do first? What would be the best way to get this knocked off my to-do list and this knocked off and possibly this without riddling my brain and causing chaos through my day. It's simple because when we realize that Yahusha, Yahuwah is our lifeline and our life source, we are going to acknowledge him on a daily basis when it comes to simple tasks because we're not, I'm not lifting my fingers to cook a meal by my own strength. Yahuwah has given me the strength to do that because I've already had a long day. But I pray for the strength to muster up the energy to do that so I can be able to replenish my body and take care of myself. I have no strength to give myself. I have no power to give myself. But when you look towards the vine, the lifeline, the one that is giving you breath on a daily basis constantly, then you're going to be able to get get out of a trench. But if you focus on your own self and how you can rely on yourself because you've always been known to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps and not count on anybody, not a friend, not a brother, not a sister, not a father, not a mother, not a grandmother, not a, not a nothing, not a leader, not someone wise that can see the things that you might need help in or see the dysfunction that you might move in, then you're a lost cause and you're doing nothing but digging yourself in a deeper hole, a deeper grave, and laying on a thube amount of cement that is going to keep you buried and preserve that ruach of enmity to Yahuwah. 
Now, do you want to be stuck in a grave? Or do you want to climb yourself out of it? And with that being said, I say, say la, say less, la calm, la shalom, la Until next week. And if you have any feedback or about this episode or the prior episode regarding deception and the matrix, please send it to askyomtalk at gmail.com or you can send in a question or, or audio response to Spotify or just hit me up on Instagram or Facebook because I really want to know how you feel when it comes to the trenches of deception and the next week we'll find a way to climb out of those trenches so until next time shalom